Greetings EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week discussing the episodes broadcast uh, from the 5th to the 8th of June 2023. This is an EastEnders podcast and we all will be discussing a soap that has just won Best Soap at the British Soap Awards. Yay! Uh, we'll be talking about the Soap Awards in just a second and I will be doing it with this lovely lady. Hello, who are you? Hi, I'm Ree. Hi, Rob. You're right. Very well, darling. How are you this week? Are you well? Yeah. Yes. Co- in very good spirits. Well, talking of spirits, uh, Ree was telling me before she, uh, she before she, before we started recording that she went out last week for her first her first sort of after birth after pregnancy drinking sesh, didn't you? So mm, your first drinking session for like way yeah. over nine ten months. Did you enjoy it? Did you get hammered? Yeah, way over, yeah. <laughs> way over that time. Uh, no, I didn't get proper hammered. Obviously, can't do that anymore, Rob. Can't. Why not? Why not? I've, I've still got a kid to look after next day. Yeah, you didn't just leave the kid outside in the pram. Well, no, obviously went... my other half, my other half had her, of course. Yes, yeah, that's responsible. But yeah, you know? yes, but you still, you know, you still don't get much sleep, and you know, you have to be somewhat responsible. Yeah, mm. uh, kids, mm. this is why I'm never going to have one. But it was good. Kidding. It was good with my other mummy friend, and we both got a little more carried away than we were supposed to. But it's fine. Hey ho, never good. mind. Can't do the hangovers anymore these days, though, can we? Not since we were at uni, where we used to get hammered every day and we used to fine for nine o'clock lectures the next, like we went to nine no. o'clock lectures. What am I talking no. about? Yeah, but to be fair as well, mate, we used to be able to have naps. When we were That's uni. true. That's true. Right in the middle of lectures. Been to my 9 a.m., I deserve a nap. To be fair, though, as if we went to 9 a.m. lectures. <laughs> we never went to 9 a.m. lectures. Well, really, to be fair, mate, about? as well. I did go to some, and then if I didn't go to some, I used to sometimes get busted because, remember, we used to pass a sheet around to write everyone's name yeah. in attendance. Yeah. And my name used to get written down, like, four times. Well, because everyone was like, oh, I need to write Ree's name down. Yeah, 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 yeah. literally. That, I did get pulled up on it once. Yeah, that happened to me as well. I got an email from yeah. my lecturer saying, uh, why were you in my lecture three times today? When I wasn't yeah, certainly. Um, right, so let's have, a, let's, anywho, let's have a brief discussion about uh, this year's Soap Awards, in which EastEnders did pretty bloody well. We're very, very pleased. We knew this. that they would. We knew. Well, I mean, I think, you know, considering the turnaround that the show has had in the past year, mm-hmm. if it hadn't won anything, it would have been an absolute travesty and a disgrace. Uh, and every, say, interesting, like, there's a bit of contra- controversy going on at the moment with this, isn't there? Because mm. all the viewer awards, which is the, the awards that the viewers vote themselves voted for, uh, which is yep. best leading performer, best villain, best young performer, and best soap. EastEnders won all of them, and not a single uh, panel voted one did EastEnders win. Now, I'm not one for throwing controversy and uh, conspiracy theories around. I don't wear a tinfoil hat. I Do don't it. wear a tinfoil hat. Do but... it, Rob. <clears throat> well, you know, it's just. Mm. EastEnders did them bloody well and by far and away the best soap at the moment. How and do the panel decide? How do the panel I decide don't know. who wins? <clears throat> I, I don't would know. like to know. They I'd should like tell us the how they decide this. I'd like to be on the panel. That's a great job. Just sit and watch I soaps for a living. You might be a bit biased though, Rob, to be fair. But EastEnders, EastEnders, EastEnders. 
not at all. Not at all. Mind you, I think the, the point of the panel is to be able to give like some of the lesser known, lesser watched soaps like Doctors and Hollyoaks there for fair yeah, due true. as well. Yeah, Because yeah. they, they yeah. Doctors and Hollyoaks yeah. did fine as well this year, so maybe that's. But it was the point. sus that EastEnders didn't get one mm. panel though, right? Mm. I mm. Would, couldn't possibly comment, Rhea. I think it's uh, we'll get in a war with Conversation Street about this. We can't hear that, Rick. Really. You can't hear that at all. It's far too quiet. Coronation Street got a lot of <laughs> panel posts and it was hosted on the ITV. Just uh, saying, I will say what Rob won't say. That's because I'm very, I'm, I'm professional. What can I say? Uh, so there we are then. Well done, EastEnders. Seriously, though. Best so As if yes. we were in any doubt. You all did well. You all deserve oh. it. Also, Rob, hence the little ones that oh, we've yeah. got on our screens. We've got our, we've got our this ones. Week. This is the closest we could get, all right? Zoom doesn't give you that many options, it turns out. So no, this is about as celebratory as we could get. But we've got a nice little yes. one rosette if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, and you can watch yeah. on YouTube or you can be listening on Spotify, Apple or any of your favourite podcast sites. This is a podcast all over the place. Uh, and we will be talking about this week's EastEnders as of right now. Let's get started. Okay, so the knights are taking over the Vic. They are driving Linda insane. Uh, and bless Ollie as well. Like, Ollie is really struggling with the new arrivals. He's walking around with his headphones on. And the thing is with this, I I can, I can sort of get the girls not really kind of understanding the situation slash not caring. You know, they're young and they're slightly sort of naive to all that sort of thing. Elaine should know better, though. And Elaine is starting to sort of... The fact that she's just completely and utterly like not kept, like not bothered about Ollie in terms of the fact that he's obviously really struggling with these new arrivals is not a good look for Elaine, I don't think. Do you? No, and actually, when you were saying that, I was thinking the girls are probably being the most sensitive. They're actually trying to make an effort with him, aren't they? Yeah. And trying to build a bond with him. I've not seen Elaine do that. Or well, this yeah, you're right. She cares, and like even George, who we'll discuss in a yeah. minute, might have a slightly darker side. But it, even George is kind of being quite considerate to Ollie and telling the girls, mm-hmm. "Right, no, Ollie needs his breakfast now. Get out of the kitchen." You know, yeah. so and all mm-hmm. Elaine's. Especially at the start of the week, all Elaine is bothered about is kind of getting a leg over because obviously Elaine is in sort of honeymoon honeymoon phase, despite the fact they're not engaged yet. Um, Yet at this stage, yeah. There's a lot to pick apart with the knights at the moment because Mm. we get we we start talking uh, about this mum who we find out at the end of the week is called Rose. Yeah. Now, spoil. And now, I I always say spoiler alert with this sort of thing. My thinking is that if you are watching an EastEnders podcast, it will not have escaped your attention the, yeah. the rumours and noise that has that yeah. has that has appeared with this. If you, and I think at the very most, you will be aware that something has been revealed, but you don't want to know what. And we are about to discuss that. So if you don't want to know what it is, and you somehow manage to avoid it, fast forward a few seconds. Um, but this mum is looking quite likely to be Cindy, if all the rumours to believe to be believed. Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? It's... It seems... Well, or is that because we're watching it with that mindset, so now we just well, can't yeah. see it? Yeah, I mean, the other thing... To but there are think... a lot of theories going around, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, the thing about this is also, we are told that uh, the mum walked out on them and basically disappeared off the face of the earth. Like, George has no idea whether she's alive or dead. And frankly, mm. that's understandable if it is Cindy, because who knows whether she's alive or dead. Uh, but... Nine years ago was also when Lucy died, which I don't know. Oh, I did not make that connection. I don't don't know whether there is a connection there, whether that's just a coinkydink. Interesting. It's not like Cindy appeared, you know. Well, you're sparking a lot more rumours now, Rob, after pointing that out, because I'd not clicked that at all. Just call me a a flint, sparking left, (laughs) right and centre. Yeah. 
Um, but but then even if there is that connection, it doesn't exactly mm. explain where Cindy will have gone because it's not like she or why she's left. When Lucy, no, or it doesn't exactly it didn't answer when Lucy died. She didn't exactly. It's not like she appeared. Or is so, it if this is if it is Cindy? We're speculating massively here, mm. but obviously she's faked a death already, as we know. Yeah. So is it because whoever whoever she's had to fake a death from or for has then found out where she is, which is why she's left? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, obviously... If it is Cindy. If it is Cindy. Well, George I mean, it is. is it, but... We don't know, though. We don't know. No, we don't. I mean, this is the thing. Nothing's been confirmed because obviously the is. show is, is still trying it is to... Cindy, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't know that. Really. We don't know <laughs> it yet, all right? Um, we don't know because George is obviously still basically desperately in love with this woman who left him. He because he has brought his own safe into the Vic, which Linda is instantly suspicious about. Um, and he's thrown all sort all love letters and stuff that him and Rose mm. share together into this safe. And that seems to be the only occupant of this safe as well. Just these love letters that he wants to keep secret from Elaine. He's told Linda. So how long they're going to remain a secret? Because Linda really doesn't have any need to keep yeah. that a secret. I think he's just kind of. I think he's kind of doing that thing where it's like, yeah, I'm going to tell you the secret because this is me extending an olive branch to you, all right? So if you can keep the secret, that means you are good. Which I don't. And I don't is there know. another? And is there another thing in the safe that isn't just not showing her? Because he didn't well, actually take her to the safe and let her look in the safe, did he? He, no. he brought something from the safe. And he, by the way, that's kind of like an old school version of what like iMessages will be now, isn't it? Yeah. Like people hold it on to, don't you think? Yeah. I reckon yeah. you think it when you're saying grabs. it like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can't leave a letter unread, though, can you? That's the, the worst uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, th- I mean, the thing is, obviously, at the end of the week, we have that moment where George, I think, takes off his takes off his ring and like apologizes yeah. to the ether. So he clearly is still very hung up on this on this mysterious mm. rose. We'll call her the mysterious rose for now because we haven't got a hundred percent confirmation this is anything to do with Cindy. Um, I mean, the thing is, as well, what you but it is, but it is. Well, you don't Sorry. know that because <laughs> it is. The fact that we've got a, mis- a mysterious woman in the background and the fact that we've now heard yeah. that Cindy may well be returning, it doesn't necessarily mean the two are connected because we know that Ian's you could totally, back. You could totally see Cindy with him, though, couldn't you? Like, oh, yeah. It'd be so believable. And even yeah. that those two girls would be her daughters. Like, well, yeah. this is the other thing, and this is the interesting thing, because obviously at the moment you've got Freddie and Bobby who are kind of yes. becoming quite obsessed with the new girls. Now stick yeah. Bobby with one of the sisters... And bring Cindy mm-hmm. back to find that her daughter is with the kid or guy that killed her other daughter. Instantly, you've got the drama. So mm-hmm. it's makes it's, sense, doesn't it? It's like all it's the, Cindy. But... It's like all the dominoes are lined up for this yeah. to all work out like that. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I think we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, but everything else. I mean, Phil and George, by the way, have become have become great mates. You got your wish. You got I got my wish. wish. But this is the thing. I Phil has not had a mate since Minty. And yeah. I think that it just humanizes Phil to just have yeah, a friend. True. Makes him a normal human being because yeah. Phil has been so isolated from the rest of the square because he's Phil Mitchell. And so for him to have mm-hmm. a mate, even if that mate has to be like a famous boxer, of course he's a famous boxer. It makes total sense for Phil to for that to be his mate though, doesn't it? Needs yeah. to be someone else who's got a good rep and all that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it totally makes sense. And he has organised with <clears throat> with George that they're going to sort out fight nights at the boxing ring and then they can kind of do... Oh, yeah, drinks. pie and a pie and mash yeah. Queen Vic lads. or something, yeah. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. lads. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Um, so, Linda is obviously 
been driven mad this this week with everything that's going on because the Knights have completely come in, taken over, oh, um, yeah. noisy music, noisy people. Um, and she doesn't trust George as far as she could throw a grand piano. And frankly, I don't know whether I trust George yet because there is still that sort of sinister undertone to him. It's odd. Like, well, like you said there, Rob, about the the end with the ring, you need not notice the uh, sinister mirror shot that we got. Yeah. Where yeah. they were showing him looking really evil. That would yeah. be for it. Yeah. So and there's the, something and the fact, And the fact that, you know, that when Linda did confront him, he turned like, it didn't yeah. turn necessarily nasty, but he turned quite intimidating, didn't he? So yeah, yeah. There was there an evil glint there, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, there mm. is that layer to him. It's interesting. And, did and you know, obviously Linda looked up how much the bar were going on sale for. Yeah. And then yeah. he said, oh, well, I'm doing it because, you know, I don't want other buyers yeah. to see it going for less. And did you believe any of that? Well, this is so this is the thing. So obviously um, the idea was that she, that she was supposed, she was supposed to believe that Elaine and George had arrived in Walford uh, and Elaine and George completely kind of, hand in hand brought the Vic together as it transpires the money that was supposed to be going to George from the bar has not been given to Elaine because the bar has not been sold and it seems right. at this moment that George has absolutely no intention of selling the bar he has put yeah. the, the bar on sale for way more than what it's worth in his his excuse for that is that he's got private buyers and if they saw that the bar was being put on sale for a reasonable price they wouldn't give any extra other than a reasonable price so he's trying to basically coerce yeah private buyers into giving him more money for the bar in Spain that's his excuse and then he's now kind of saying oh yeah well obviously that's going to take a little bit longer which is why the, which is why Elaine hasn't got any money yet um Linda obviously is kind of like you're based you're literally obviously trying to completely fleece my mother get out of my pub. yeah yeah um <clears throat> which you can understand get out of my pub. yeah well exactly but not quite that not quite in the Peggy sense <laughs> um Meanwhile, of course, she's trying to find out more. She takes yeah. Gina and Anna, who I have to say I'm loving so far, by the way. I've really, I, I like them both. Um, the sisters, you can sort of tell Gina is obviously the slightly more flighty one, the more gobby one. Anna seems a little bit more reasonable, a little bit more naive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that, you know, when they went out for the lunch, Linda tried to take them on because she takes them to Walford East and is basically trying yeah. to coerce them with wine and food and Ravi. And because so, <laughs> Gina and Gina fancies Ravi. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you can't blame her, really, can you? Um, and she's basically trying to coerce details out of him, and Gina cottons on immediately what she's doing. But then instantly sort of like, um, she gets a bit angry about it, but then she's sort of like, but I get it. I understand what you're doing. Whereas Anna was just quite happily like looking at pictures of dogs and like dog outfits and everything. <laughs> so it, it's interesting to sort of see the yeah. difference between them. They're like, they're two yeah. quite different characters, which I like. Yeah, they're both yeah, got their own definitely. sort of, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's nice. Um, and there was that nice moment between Gina and George when uh, Elaine eventually accepted his proposal. Yes. Uh, and Gina is obviously more cut up about the mum thing than Anna is. I think Anna's more prepared yeah. to move on. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's a lot to uncover with this with this lot, mm. which is which is exciting for a new See, bunch of characters. I I believe um, that George is genuine there for Elaine. Do you? But I don't. Yeah, I do. But I don't know what it is. What this darker side is but i do believe that it does yeah i believe that that's genuine yeah i think he's hiding something but i just don't know what i right, think it's just yeah. the rose stuff yeah he's definitely hiding something and there's something that we don't know about the rose stuff yeah yet, other than the yeah, fact yeah. it might be cindy but as in terms of the character it stuff, is cindy sorry <laughs> you don't know i'm, that. Try, I'm trying to wind you up now right you just line and sinker <laughs> if we're Not in the same hard. room if we're in the same room I'd yeah say. i know 
Um, <laughs> but there is something that he's keeping, he's keeping on top yes. of it all. He's clearly hiding something quite big, I feel, mm. as well, which, yeah, can make it look as though he's a villain, but I don't think he is a villain. Obviously, with him being a new bloke, he is automatically a suspect for being on the floor on Christmas Day. It's possible, you know, Colin Salmon is, you know, to, to go about, you know, break the fourth wall a little bit, Colin, Sa- Colin Salmon is a big actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. Does he want to do, like, a massive, massive long stint in EastEnders? We don't know. He may have signed up to that and thought, yeah, that's mm. great. I'd love to do that. Or maybe he's in it for, like, a few months before he dies on Christmas Day. We don't know. So there is still a lot more to come for that. Um, the other thing to point out this week is that we learned that Janine has given birth in prison to a son. So Mick's son has now been born. I totally forgot that she was pregnant. Totally right, forgot yeah. until they mentioned it. And I was like, oh yeah, she was pregnant. It's mad, isn't it? Like, you kind of wonder what... I mean, obviously, Janine's pregnancy sort of motivated Mick to sort of stay with her. Otherwise, I think he would have left Janine yeah. a lot a lot before then. Um, but after that, you sort of think, yeah, there's now a little mini Carter going around. Janine has another kid and he's growing up in prison, apparently. Because it's not like he's this kid has got anyone to go to apart from maybe Janine's yeah. relatives. And uh, so I don't know whether we'll I mean, see... you know that Linda would, in an ordinary circumstance, because obviously she's saying, oh, it's Mick's son, it's Mick's son. Yeah. I'm surprised that she's not offered. But obviously I think she just knows that Janine will send her. Oh, yeah, Janine. Fair, but, Janine you know, in Mick, for Mick, I would have thought that she would take yeah. him in straight away. I yeah, mean, yeah, he, so... he has with Annie, hasn't he? Yeah, but Annie, but Annie like... by the way, Annie, by the way, we, we haven't seen for a long, long time. All of a sudden is, is a little girl. Like she's Oh, that happens, anymore. mate. That happens, mate. They grow me. kids. She actually had the uh, same outfit on that my daughter's got, which I found Aww. quite funny. <laughs> it was <laughs> just like now and again, this is the thing with soap kids. Like they don't get seen for months and months and months. And then all of a sudden they've grown. Because it does with... happen though. Yeah, it happened like with Bailey. That. Bailey like didn't that. show up. Bailey didn't, yeah. didn't appear for like a year and all of a sudden she was like a young, like she's a teenager. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Kids growing. Um, mm. So let us know in the comment section below. There's a lot of things to uncover about the night still. Any theories? Do you think it's Cindy? Do you think it's not Cindy? Re thinks it's Cindy. Re 100% thinks it's Cindy. <laughs> but we shall, we shall have to wait and see. But oh, I'm going to be wrong you. now. <laughs> I hope you are. I hope you are. And I will never let you forget it. Um, but let us know in the comment section below what your theories are about the nights. Uh, how are you getting on with them? Do you like them behind the bar? Let us know in the comment section below or by any of the social media outlets. All right, we move on now to the aftermath of Lola's death last week. Um... And the one you've got to feel sorry for at the moment is Lexi, isn't it? Bless her. I mean, she, this is what we wondered with Lexi though, isn't it? Because I thought that Lexi dealt with like the initial sort of event and the whole kind of lead up to Lola's death quite well. And now she's starting to feel the effects. Now she's yeah. becoming quite withdrawn and sad. Um, ben Almost is, mute, isn't she? Well, yeah, she is. And Ben is trying to sort of, you know, sort of get her talking. Uh, but, uh, you know, again with Ben, like, there was a moment this week where he turned around and went, you, uh, I'd like you to come and live with me. Do you, do you want to come live with me? And it's kind of just like, she obviously doesn't want to live with you, Ben, because she's she wants to be close. It seems quite quite an obvious thing that the last thing she would want to do right now is completely and utterly upheave everything around her and change her, and change her environment because she wants to be close to her mum at this point. Yeah. It's a bit soon for yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, surely. exactly. And it also feels like, I know Ben is trying to do what he thinks is best for Lexi, but it's almost of like course. he's trying to do what he thinks he should do to make himself feel better as well, if that makes yeah. sense. Well, yeah, this is the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Ben's motivation here is the fact that, obviously, he feels guilty about the fact that he missed Lola's death. There. He wasn't there for Lexi when Lola actually died. Yeah. So I think he now sort of feels that, right, well, if she comes and lives with me, I can more than make up for that. Despite the fact yeah. that Ben is in 
we learned this week that Ben is in tens of thousands of pounds worth of debt because mm. um, obviously all the money that he was trying to shell out for Lola's supposed treatment, that's obviously was a complete waste of money. And he's now had to sell the archers to Sharon, which Phil is not yeah. impressed by. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Uh, you know, so he's and but he's already kind of spent the down deposit on that. So he's now no, he's now without a business. He's just I don't know how mm-hmm. much the arches will be worth or how much money he would actually get from that. Like how much can a garage really be worth? I don't know. Well, you'd think you'd think quite a bit in London. But then again, it sounds like they're renting the space. So he's maybe just sold the lease to Sharon. Maybe, yeah. But it but still could a, be worth a fair bit. I don't, I don't know. know, though. I don't know, though. I can imagine, like, it being a completely own, like, Mitchell own Yeah, I, I was just thinking that when I said it, actually, because they've had it for so long, haven't they? They have. And also the fact that Phil can quite happily stick his hand in a safe and just randomly pull out 10 grand would suggest mm. that he is uh, he, he can pay for his yes, own properties. Yes, but that money may not necessarily have been coming from the archers, Rob. No, oh, that's true. Cash that um, yeah. So he's in, he's in lots and lots of debt. He's trying to get Lexi yeah. to move in with him. She isn't budging. Um, and obviously Lexi is just becoming more and more withdrawn and sad. So what they decide to do is Lola has left them a memory box. Uh, obviously Lola had kind of given instructions for them not to open the box before uh, Lola's funeral. But obviously the boys being the boys are kind of like, now we'll watch it now. We'll watch it now. Why would you, you know, it's why, why don't we just watch it now? Um, and I thought a really nice moment with uh, Lola's video message to Lexi. So sort of officially, I think the last appearance of Lola this week, which was nice. Um which she literally says, like, I did ask for this not to be watched before the funeral, but I know for a fact you're watching it beforehand. So, which, again, nice. Um, yeah, I liked that touch. And she also uh, leaves Ben and Jay a unicorn each from their trip to Margate to sort of remind yeah. them that they're in the same boat. And so I need you two to yeah. be getting on for Lexi's sake. So, yeah, you, you kind of you give a lot of credit to Lola, I think, for sort of the thoughtfulness in which she left all, mm-hmm. all of those things Definitely. behind. Um so what the future for Lexi now is, I think she's going to obviously want to have to stay in, stay with Jay. And I think I'm getting the sense now that Ben and Jay are going to come to blows over that at some point. Because I think she, Ben is finding it difficult that Lexi isn't wanting to spend like more time with him now. And that he yeah. would like, she, she will go to Jay for comfort, which I mm-hmm. obviously I think is knocking Ben a little bit. Um, and then obviously, yeah. of course, we're still, we're getting hints again of Ben's eating disorder, you know, so yeah. he's, Oh, he uh, he went to lunch with them in the Vic this week and then obviously had to go to the loo to throw it up. So that's yeah. still kind of going on in the background. I don't know how long that's kind of going to go on for. He's, he's looking um, He's not looking too well either, is he, Ben, this week? No, like, but the thing is... Noticeably worse than everyone else who's grieving, I, I Yeah, thought. this is the thing. He's kind of throwing himself into, like, mad running exercises and all that kind of thing. I don't mm. know if he's still necessarily training for the boxing gym, but he is doing that thing that the boys of Albert Square do all the time when they're stressed and go for a run. I'll go for a run. I cannot think yeah. of anything worse to do if I was stressed. And that's just me being a fat ethylump. Oh, mate. Like, no, I, I actually find exercise very stress-reducing. Do you? I'll try it sometime. Yeah, 100%. It gets all your dopamine going, doesn't it? Yeah, you what going? Dopamine. Is that, is that the official oh, term Jesus. for it? Oh, that no. Thing? That's the wrong one. It's endorphins. I'm on about the other one. What's, what's dopamine? What does that do? Dopamine's like the... Um, the it's... The pleasure in your brain almost. Oh. What is that? So like drugs can spark that in alcohol, but can also they? mundane things as well, like sports and exercise can as well for people. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. So all of Ben's yeah. fiends are, are kind of running crazy. Endorphins, though, I meant endorphins, to say on that occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Ben is just kind of going to keep falling from here, isn't he, for, for now until someone sort of picks him up. Um, 
You'd like to think it would be Callum. I don't know if it will be, though. Callum is sort of looking a bit sort of clueless as to how to deal with Ben at the moment, because obviously Ben... He's too busy detectiving, isn't he? He's far too busy being a detective, somehow. And um, he, but he's also kind of obviously Ben has kept this debt secret from Callum until the last moment, until until he is actually in a situation where he can say, I am tens of thousands of pounds worth in debt. Not yeah. at any point turning around to Callum and saying, yeah, I might start getting in debt soon. So we might want to talk about this. No, none of that. Callum has now just been left Wait with until, yeah. who has left him with tens of thousands of pounds worth of debt. It's just typical Ben, isn't it? Like he just keeps it, yeah. all, to, keeps it all to himself. And then, then it's, and then he sorts of looks I at do himself remember- and goes, this is the result. I do remember a while ago, remember when Jay approached Ben and said, <clears throat> can I borrow some money? And Lola did at the same time. Yeah. And then he did feel a bit of pressure, didn't he, to do yeah, it? Yeah, so... yeah, that was the start of it, wasn't it? Because he also, yeah. it's not just, it wasn't just the treatment. It's also the fact that he was yeah, helping was Dan Lola yeah. out. So mm-hmm. overall, he's just got himself into more and more and more and more debt. Yeah. Um, so there we are then. So that's sort of the Lola stuff. Um, the other small story that which we will discuss now is uh, Sonia, Keanu, uh, Sharon and Reese. So with Ben selling the archers to Sharon, we are then treated to uh, some scenes we haven't had for a while, actually, between Sharon and Keanu. Now, she, the reason Sharon wants the archers is to give it to Keanu so that he can have his own business. And what she has failed to remember is the fact that Keanu has never run a business in his life and doesn't know the first thing about running a business. Um, so she she kind of surprises him with it. She kind of springs it on him. And he's kind of like, uh, thanks, I think, for my business. Karen is delighted because she's now got the fir- literally the first person in her family to own their own business. <laughs> the Taylors are, are a high-achieving bunch. Well, he's a, bit, he's a bit proud about it, though, as well, at first, isn't he, Keanu? Well, he he's is, like, but oh, I think, I think he's, he's kind of... Provide. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Yeah, but he's being defensive because he knows full well that he doesn't know what he's doing. Because yeah. Sharon immediately senses, right, yeah, this was a terrible idea. You need help. <laughs> so what she does is she brings in Reese to be his accountant. Some lovely Reese scenes this week. Reese, I'm falling in love with more and more as the weeks go on. I adore yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. Um, and him and Sonia as well as a couple are working really nicely. But the, the best moments from this, I know like the, they had the whole thing with Sonia Reese this week and the sort of awkward bisexual conversation, which was which was which was funny in itself, all right. But the the, the main highlights from this came f- for me came from Reese and Keanu attempting to bond. <laughs> I've done Brilliant. that. I've yeah. done that. Which I've done that with sort of sort of geezer straight lads before, and it's kind of like. I don't know what to say to you. I have no idea what to why, say what to have you. you. Why, what have you done? Have you looked at football and stuff before? Genuinely, I've... I've oh, my uh, God, Ralph. <laughs> when, I start, when I start at a new job and I sort of sense that there's a lot of straight people here, I should probably... And they're all chatting about football. And don't get me wrong. I'm not like going on Wikipedia and trying to, like... I'm not doing what Reese did and sort of Googling all recent results from the match yeah. and then saying, I don't know, have you watched any match? I've got, I've, I've got the list at my disposal. Any match you want to talk about, I'm ready for you. <laughs> fun i like it well to um, be fair though i think a lot of lads only talk about football because it's something for them to talk about football oh, yeah, cars. So I guess that can... cars no people don't talk about cars do men they? talk about cars men talk about cars yes yeah, no they don't uh i think you'll find they do i mean i well the thing is i found before i started driving that i have no idea what any car is like someone yeah, asked yeah. people were asking me like oh what car you drive for your driving lesson i was like I've read one. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mate, I asked you that and you answered me, so well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. I called <laughs> a, a Yaris. That's what I'm driving at the a moment. A Yaris, yes. Lessons. 
Yep. Couldn't point it out in the street, but it's a Yaris. It's a red Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see that in the Lincolnshire area, drive away because I might crash. Um, yeah, so drive away. Yeah. So Sharon is uh, basically has brought Reese on board uh, to sort of sort the accounts out. And Keanu at first is kind of like like you say, a bit sort of like shirty about this. Oh, you saying I can't do my own accounts? Mm. Sharon's like, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, and fair play because yeah, we discovered this week that Keanu got an E in maths, which I'm telling you now is more than what I got in my GCSE. I failed maths completely. Got you. Yeah, I failed I'm my maths. Surprised at that. I failed my maths GCSE. I I maintain to this day it's because they put me through to the wrong exam because in my because GCSE did the higher paper, but like, yeah. Yeah. I did that with science, mate. I did, yeah, intermediate, yeah. I did, I did intermediate maths and yeah. they put me through. And if you don't get an A, I don't know if it's still the same because obviously I took my GCSEs 150 years ago. But it's all but numbers now, the grades. I know, yeah. the grades. That's a sign when you're getting old, isn't it? Because remember when people yeah. talk about when like, you do it on O levels. GCEs and O levels. Yeah. You're like, uh, how old are you? O levels. GCSEs now. Yeah. We can't do that anymore because they've changed again. Mm. different grading system is a different age i'm telling yeah. you um but anyway yeah so the intermediate thing you could only get a to c and if you didn't get an a to c you failed it yeah 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 i remember so, well fun. a c and above's a pass anyway but yeah no yeah, so there you go go on uh, but to be fair sorry to this yes sharon yes. and keanu situation right yes. If you can get someone else to do your accounts and do Why that side, you? get someone to do it, mate. Why wouldn't because you? Because you know what? I do accounts and it is boring. Yeah, I don't understand why Keanu would be upset about this for a single It's second. boring and it's rubbish. I mean, However, no, you do get a, there are pros and cons, but yeah, it's doing it myself, but still. No offence to any accountants out there. If, you, if, you're, <laughs> if you're an accountant and you're offended by what Reese's saying, send abuse her way. It's not me. I think all accountants are all uh, fascinating and a, a fabulous profession to get into. Well, they um, probably do it at a way higher level than what I do when I do accounts. So what yeah, I do is boring. Okay. Um, so we'll talk as uh, talk briefly about the, the Reese and Sonia scene. Because Reese discovers this week that uh, Sonia is actually bisexual. Now, this is quite a fairly big oh, moment. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I actually think, I might be wrong here. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, viewers and listeners. I think this actually might be the first time that Sonia has ever actually stated that she's bisexual. Because I don't think it's the first time that I she I think has. it might, I, I don't know. I, it's one of the first times. Because it's, really, it's very rarely mentioned about Sonia's sexuality. She sort of described herself as sort of fluid and a bit flighty. The last time, sure, you, right. Yeah, because if you remember, when she broke up with Tina, Shirley was like having a go at her in the square. And they had a big old row in the, in the square. It was a great scene. But Shirley was basically kind of like calling her a, a sort of failed lesbian and, and all that kind of thing, saying that it wasn't fair how you straights pretend that you're a lesbian to keep women. And was and that like so Sonia would have those kind of arguments with people. And I don't think it's really been kind of acknowledged herself that she is bisexual much. So I disagree with that, but I cannot quote you. So, so you got nothing. You to might be you. right. <laughs> no, I've got absolutely no you're evidence. Just disagreeing with so me. So if you agree with me in the comments, please let me know because no, I'm, because I'm sure that it's a thing. I'm sure I feel like it's not something it may, that she's no, not said don't before. Don't get me wrong. It, I may well be wrong. Quote, yeah. And trust me, people will correct me in the comment section if I'm wrong. But I feel like this is one of the definitely one of the first times that Sonia has kind of stated outright, "I'm I'm a bisexual." Because I right, I feel fair. like the, the show has said in the past though, yeah, we haven't really done much of a service for bisexuals, and they kind of used Sonia as the example to that. So 
if this is if this is the start of it, marvelous and about bloody time. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's interesting. Um, but Reese is completely flawed by this revelation, and it's a sort of like he goes into a really awkward little sort of word diarrhea, basically word vomit, and just all comes out of his mouth wrong. He makes a load of silly statements that using phrases like "todgertail" yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and Sonia gets into a bit of mood with him. It was and awful, weren't it? It, it was, was terrible. It was bad. Yeah. It was very bad. Um, and a really nice moment is when Keanu basically sorts this out and tells Reese how to apologise to a woman when you've when you've done something stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Um, to to which the end is basically Reese apologizes to Sonia by saying, You're wild. I had no idea how wild you were. And Sonia's like, I am quite wild. Yes, I am absolutely insane. Which I, I, I love that. I love that it was really, really nice. Uh, and by the end, Reese is really grateful to Keanu, calls him mate. Yeah. And he's clutching his beer bottle. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope this is actually the start of a bit of a, a bit of a friendship between Keanu and Reese. Same, I really great. enjoyed that dynamic. Yeah, I think that'll definitely work. It's a really nice dynamic, and it's a sort of another kind of accolade that you can give the Cleaners era that he has really kind of come in and sort of focused on relationships in the square, but not yeah. just kind of couples, but like friendships. So we talk about yeah. the Phil and George thing. He's really focused. He's brought the Ben and Jay oh, stuff yeah. back, to, yeah. back to more of a more of a focus. Um, there's friendship groups. You know, you look at Whitney, Chelsea, Felix, and Finley in their house. Like they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, he's really sorted out some of like people having friends and making them yeah. realistic. Yeah. You have mates. You know, and it's something yeah. that gets forgotten about in soaps really easily. So Keanu yeah. and Reese being friends together, I'm 100% here for. That'd be really, really nice. Uh, so yeah, some good stuff there. Um, but yeah, do let me know if I'm wrong about that, that bisexual thing. You might be right. I just feel like it's not ever mentioned that Sonya's bisexual. So for this to be kind of like an official maybe, maybe sort of her right. saying it is, I think it's nice. Um, so finally, ladies and gentlemen, we will move on to one of the big stories of this week, and that is the Panasars. So to the final story of the week now, and that is the Panasars. Uh, and this took quite the turn this week. Uh, Suki and Eve planning on uh, fleeing and finally kind of running away and being together. And Nish kind of gives them uh, a good opportunity this week because he has arranged to do uh, a job. Now, we know in London, in EastEnders parlance, a job means something illegal that we don't need to know the details of. It just means something illegal that the yeah. police can arrest them for. That's all we need to know. Uh, and he... Because Vinny apparently has screwed up again at some point this week. <laughs> like, he's made some Vinny cock up. So mm-hmm. Nish, is ang- Nish is angry with him. Nish is annoyed with him. Um, so decides to pull Ravi onto this job. And Vinny is sort of feeling all sorry for himself. And gave us a nice, you know, some nice scenes between Suki and Vinny. Um, Vinny, I think, at the moment is really kind of showing his... Like is turning into quite a good character recently. I think it took a while for Vinny to sort of really step forward and sort of become a big part yeah. of the Panasars. But I think now, obviously, everyone else is gone. Vinny's allowed. I was saying, now he's the only kid left. Yeah. yeah, and Vinny's actually now been allowed to step forward and really become his own character, which is really yeah. nice to see because I'm I'm a big Vinny fan. I, I've, I've so, always liked Vinny as well. I yeah. do like. I've Vinny, always liked yeah. him. Yeah. I th- and I think it's interesting because I think this week really solidified my theory for Christmas Day. I have to say. I am now convinced. I mean, it seems impossible at the moment for it to be anybody other than Nish on the floor on Christmas Day, doesn't it? It seems it seems pretty likely. Right. I think. Yeah. Um, my theory at the moment is that it's Nish on the floor on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Vinny is the one that has done it. In sort of, <gasps> in sort of one of those yeah. kind of how proud are you of you of you of me now, Dad? And like smack him yeah. over the head or something, yeah. you know, that school of thought. Um, because if you remember, think back to the flash forward, Suki is kind of looking all stunned and shocked, like more so than the other women, I thought. And like she has mm-hmm. to sit down and Kathy kind of looked at her significantly. So clearly I thought I gave the impression that Suki was genuinely kind of quite connected to the body on the floor. Um, so and if Vinny does it, 
that would mean that Suki would potentially then face a third kid going to prison. So oh yeah, good point. So she'd have mm. to cover for him. So I, I'm pretty. I, I think it might be Vinny. I do think it might be Vinny. Do you agree, or do you have another theory for Christmas Day? No, I, I think I said it a while ago. To be fair, that which I try mm. to show you, but um, at the moment, all I know is that it's got to be Nish. That's that's my only thinking. I mean, it could be Ravi as well. It could be Ravi, but I feel like Ravi is sort of. He, I, the I mean, is, sorry, Ravi, who kills him, not on the floor. I mean, oh, sorry. okay, okay, yeah, well, yeah, because we know <clears> that Ravi has killed and we've seen Ravi kill. Uh, I mean, <clears> it's <throat> just interesting. I think, in terms of, I think a character like Nish has a shelf life, all right, because he's vile, yeah. you know, he's an abuser, yeah. So, someone like <clears> that <throat> isn't going to be somebody that we're going to be still be talking about in terms of him being on the square still in like three years' time, but someone yeah. like Ravi. Has got has kind of got like quite a lot of layers to him. You're not sure, yeah, you're never sure yeah. whether to like Ravi or kind of hate Ravi or what to do, which is yeah. why Ravi won Best Villain of the Year, by the way, this year at the Soap Awards. Yeah. Um, well, and very well deserved. Um, but someone like Nish is kind of like he is prime suspect for a whodunit yeah. to be killed yeah. off by somebody because he's pissing people off left, right, and center, isn't he? Uh, yeah. And Suki, especially. And there's that high emotionally charged stuff with Suki this week. Because um, mm. Nishi's just did a foul temper all week because Vinny's screwed up. Uh, and with the, with this illegal job on the go, Suki and Eve decided to use that as an opportunity. Right, we can get rid yes. of Nish now. We can send him to prison yeah. and then we can run away and be happy together and all will be marvelous. Yeah. Fat yeah. chance. Because um, someone tips Nish, Nish off. He automatically thinks it's Vinny uh, and kind of comes yeah, over with a raging temper. Like, mm. um, and goes to attack Vinny and then Suki stops him. And this came out of nowhere for me, I thought. I yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it? Same. Great Same. Great stuff. When yeah. Suki's kind of like, I don't love you. I've never loved you. I hate you. Go away, essentially. Marvellous. I, I was like, oh. Um, so that's exciting. I mean, yeah, this did all yeah. come out of complete, come out of nowhere or, or mm-hmm. for, for her outburst. Because I have kind of been wondering with Suki, like, does she want to leave Nish? Like, because it seemed that Eve was 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 really pushing the sort of running away plan, and Nish and Suki was just going, "Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah." But not actually one hundred percent convinced by it. <laughs> Excuse me. I think I think in an ideal world, she doesn't want to leave, does she? She doesn't want to have to run off, and she doesn't want to leave Albert Square. I think that's what's you know st- that that might be what you're seeing the hesitance. Yeah. Um, but she obviously, I think she does want to leave Nish. Of course, she does. Yeah, but and what I mean, what I mean is, I think she, not that she didn't want to leave Nish, but in terms of the fact that she might have been too scared to leave Nish, which I think was really. Oh, I see. Sorry, yeah, I've got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Which I think was really demonstrated this week because when Nish finds out that Suki was the one that shipped into the, shopped into the mm. police uh, and that she doesn't love him, he goes mad, chucks a bottle across the floor, and then instantly tells her to clean it up, like proper, like you know, abusive husband yeah. territory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Suki does it. And it's kind of like you forget again, like how these like people that are in these sorts of relationships find it so difficult to leave, even if the evidence of what they need to leave is so in front of them, they can't because it's scary and they're scared for their they're scared for their well being and their lives. And then obviously she's just seen that he nearly attacked Vinny, and you yeah. think that she might be scared of leaving Vinny with he him is, and under his yeah. influence. Yeah. yeah, he is. He is volatile. He is. He's got a fiery temper. Uh, and he's un- and he's unpredictable, and that's the scariest yeah. thing about people and these these mm. sorts of people is that the unpredictability means that anything can happen. And we know that Nish has killed somebody out of pure. I'm just jealousy. thinking, yeah, exactly, yeah. So how do you run away from someone like that without? Well, like she were trying to. 
you have to yeah. literally run off and you know go undercover so to speak you know yeah. so that it don't ever find her because it'd come so, out with vengeance wouldn't it it would and bearing this in mind um and bearing everything that we've just said about Nish in mind when Vinny returns home on the evening that Suki and Eve are trying to run away he finds Suki unconscious at the bottom of the stairs mm. with Nish standing over her and what do we think? Did Nish push her, or did she do a Laura Beale and fall down the stairs? What happened? Do you do you think he pushed her? I think she fell. I don't think he do pushed you? her. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why they wouldn't show us him pushing her if that is the case. So what? What is this? Build, what is this leading up to? I That's think she's true. just. I think she's just tripped on rushing out of house with a suitcase. Yeah. Maybe she started rushing because she heard him coming in and she wanted to hide the suitcase. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the suitcase, by the way, um, it's feel I don't know if, like I get the I'm starting to get the impression that uh Nish knows more than he's letting on at the moment. It's yeah, or, or at the it's very starting least, to look like he's figuring yeah. it out. Or the very mm. exactly, at the very least, he's starting to sort of put the pieces together. Yeah. Uh, and the suitcase wasn't exactly hidden until Ravi hid it, which I loved by the way. I really like that moment where Sue was like, hide the suitcase, hide the suitcase, and Ravi you can tell was sort of yeah. going, oh, I see what was trying, what was about to happen here. Okay, interesting. So he hides because he knows Nish and he knows what Nish's yeah. temper is. Like Nish, Ravi has mm-hmm. been on the receiving end of Nish's temper before. All right, so he he knows exactly why Suki would want to run away from something like that. I've just clicked to something, by the way, as you were saying that. Yes. What if Nish had already seen the suitcase and then he's mm-hmm. going to piece together that somebody tried to hide the suitcase, he's going to ha- find it, and then have an enemy with Ravi. Mm, interesting. Mm. Uh, also, also, that's an hand luggage suitcase. That she's traveling light, isn't she? Considering she's they always to do. do. They always do when they leave. Eve's so bigger than suitcase. Nobody she ever. A, she had a big old one. Like nobody ever takes a big suitcase when they leave Walford. You could live in Walford for years and years and years, and when you leave, you could fit all your all your life's possessions into one small handbag yeah, or one fair. small suitcase. Everybody does it. You could like Dick Whittington could quite happily have lived in Walford <laughs> and done up all his belongings in one of those little satchel things that you put on your back and strolled off into the sunset because that's all they ever leave with. <laughs> it's always happens. Um, but to Not be fair. It. But to be fair as well, like if you're making a quick escape, then you want to just like take essentials with you, don't you? So throwing it yeah, onto true. one easy, easy yeah, no, but... carry around suitcase is probably no, a wise taking... idea. Oh, I, I can't travel like me. I won't be able yeah, to. Yeah, but do you're that not running all. away from an abusive partner, are you? Like it's a bit different. Yeah, but you want outfit choices as well, Rob. You don't want to just be tied down to it. <laughs> <laughs> you're mad. Well, she's not going on holiday. She's not off to Butlins for two weeks. She was trying to run away from her abusive husband. Yeah, you exactly. Like... You, want... you buy clothes when you're there. We you buy clothes All when right. you reach your destination. You might I'm cut a bank you. account off. You might do. I hope they've got some. they've got some cash or something. Well, it's not going to come from Eve, is it? Because Eve has basically no. left her job at That's the gym. I mean. And Nish ain't going to be paying her any more money when he works out where she is. Um, so take more of stuff with you so you don't have to buy it. Think your right, expenses. Think all ahead. Right? Is, think ahead is yeah. basically what you're saying. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously Suki ends up in hospital. When we get to the hospital, we learn that she's got a fractured rib and they're scanning her for a head injury. Suki has mm. no memory of um, what actually happened or why she's why she's in hospital or what, or actually, what actually happened. Um, and I didn't think of it till you said it, but that's interesting, actually. Like, why would they make a mystery out of whether Nish pushed her or not because everything that had happened in 
well, at the week and the episode particularly, kind of suggested, mm. yeah, it's exactly what Nish would do. Which yeah. kind of suggests that maybe she did trip and fall because otherwise, why not just show Nish pushing her down the stairs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting, actually. I didn't I didn't put, put it together like that. But yeah, why keep it a secret as to whether Nish mm. pushed her or not? Because obviously he would. It'd be better for us is. to see if he did. Which kind of suggests that he did. And see what... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, but Ravi is sort of gets a moment alone with her. And he she kind of tries to say, Oh yeah, the suitcase was just because I was trying to uh, you know, I was Plan trying a to romantic getaway yeah. with him, yeah. And Ravi clearly isn't buying a second word, a second of it. He just basically tells her, Look, take care of yourself, yeah. So it's interesting now, I think, that Ravi has kind of got that on his shoulders as mm. well. I like that. Because yeah, so, his, um, his relationship with Nish is interesting because him and Vinny are quite similar in the fact that they're both trying to sort of earn their place or earn their position as Vinny's mm. as Nish's son, you know, it's a yeah. top son, especially now Kira's gone. Yeah. So I think it's really because Vinny, uh, Vinny would go to pieces with a secret like this. <laughs> Vinny would not be able to cope with this at all. But Ravi knowing this is interesting because he 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 understands sort of like the the violence of the men of the Panasar family being a violent yeah. Panasar man himself. Um, so it could well of course. I think be he Ravi. still feels a bit of guilt as well about um, Ramveer as well, Ravi. So Possibly, he's got that yeah, kind of yeah. Bond almost with Suki and yeah, that's you know, still got to come she, out mm. at some point. Yeah, he's, mm. he's kind of gone unpunished for that still. So yeah, oh yeah, I that's mean, true. It also puts into the frame that of course. Again, it's obviously Nish on the floor Christmas Day in this theory, but Ravi does it instead of... It, it, it just feels less and less likely to me that any of the women are actually the ones that are responsible for the body on the floor. They are there. Yeah. But it feels like it's... There's no... But then why has Denise got that bottle in her hand and Stace well, we don't, in, yeah, well, exactly. Stace could be covered in blood from trying to tend to him, couldn't she? So yeah, that's I mean, there's... You know, the, the events leading up to the actual killing, anything can happen, you know? it could, You mm. know, these sorts of things tend to be sort of like just minor events that happen to result in Denise holding a broken bottle or Stacey yeah. having blood on her dress. Because Sharon's... Yeah. And Kathy's got a thick lip, I think, in the flash forward as well. I think Sharon's mm. got blood on, her, blood on her wedding dress as well. So there's all sorts of events that need to happen to make everything in the flash forward make sense. But in terms of who actually is the murderer, yeah, I don't really see at this point who it could be out of those six. I mean, obviously or it Suki, could be... Yeah. Yeah. Suki is the most likely out. It could even be George. George could be the murderer if we're yeah. thinking both him and Nish might have a shelf life. Yeah, because him and Nish, him and Nish have come to blows already. That didn't mm. take long. Mm. So yeah, no, it didn't. It's it, possibilities it's... are endless. Um, the other thing, of course, is that Eve and Suki aren't running away together yet. Um, and it, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you that Suki and Eve definitely by the end of the week, I was kind of obviously convinced that Suki did want to run away with Eve because she had that awful experience with Ravi, uh, with Nish, sorry, mm. uh, you know, when Nish was being really scary towards her. That great shot of sign of Suki cleaning the floor and Nish sort of appears above her and he's sort of looking at her through his legs as he's sort of looking down on her. That was that was a nice moment. Um, and Eve's devastated by the whole thing because Eve is you know, desperate to run away with Suki. She loves mm. Suki. She's so desperately in love with her. Um, great moment between her and Stacey and the Vic where she's kind of, Stacey has to sort of accept that. I love uh, that when Stacey yeah. talking to her about it all. Well, it's a, again, it's another thing that Stacey's got to worry about with money-wise, though, if she does leave, because that's another Yeah, that's, that's true. Another, that's another money, mind you, I don't know how much money uh, Eve was providing for her, and she definitely needed uh, some more shift cover in the in the van. Um, but yeah, it's this story is kind of really sticking along nicely, and I hear tell 
that we ain't seen nothing from this story yet. There seems to be... Uh, oh, really? Yes, a bit of great, a bit of gossip from the Soap Awards. Uh, a few people, a few people involved in the storyline saying, uh, "Yeah, next week is when this kicks off." Trust me. Oh, brilliant! Mega, st- mega stuff happening. Do you know what? I don't feel like we've seen enough of Suki recently. I've really enjoyed seeing her again this week. Yeah, yeah. I don't I feel mean, like we've seen enough. So this apparently gets a lot bigger next week. So I don't know if Nish well, discovers the whole thing next week. Yeah, it's got to be that because he's walked in on him. He walked in on him having a hug in the minute mark earlier this week. If you remember, this is the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. have always thought with Nish. That the only thing kind of stopping him from putting two and two together with Suki and Eve is his own arrogance, because I don't. Yes, I think I definitely. think this is one. Of, I think this is one of these people that would would think that why could any woman possibly want to become gay when they're with me? I well, the the first thing he said when Suki said I don't love you is, are you seeing somebody else? Yeah, because instantly. and that to it's, me implied yeah. because how could you not be in love with me? Have you yeah. seen me? Hello. Yeah. But yeah. having said that, Nish, there's a very childlike thing in Nish as well. Like he yeah. is, he needs comforting. He needs like that sort of yeah. constant reassurance. Like remember when Suki um, had to go to him and get him to drop the charges on Billy or change his statement on Billy. Yeah. Like he oh, basically, yeah. he basically crumbled in front of her, didn't he? Yeah. Like was just Ooh, like had to be made, kind of like that gave me the icks. So yeah, and he had to Ooh. like he had to basically be. But yeah. So he is a child in a lot of ways. Like he's got a real kind of, in, in many ways, he's got a very low self-esteem. And how you deal with self-esteem is how is is can sometimes result in the niche that we have today. Um, and it's interesting again that he's sort of realizing that it was idiotic of him to assume that he could come out of prison and Suki would be like, right, yeah, cool, right, where were we? You know, where we left off 20 yeah, years ago. Like, yeah. Ridiculous, 20 years. Yeah. And he's sort of just, and again, the arrogance of just assuming that Suki would just be ready to start off where they where they left off. And he's now getting constant surprises, which is why he's now mm. constantly paranoid that Suki's cheating on him. You know, he's accused of he's Mitch. He was he thought that he was cheating on her at oh, some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when it actually does come out about her and about Suki and Eve, I don't think he's going to be overly surprised that she was cheating on him, but I think Eve will be the big surprise. The or fact will that she? it's with a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Or will she start will or will be the he big surprise? Put, or would he have put those two things together? It mean it looks like he has this week. He, we had the hug. We had. Um, it looked a bit suspicious that Eve was at the hospital, didn't he? As well. Yeah. And Ravi did. Ravi picked up on that. Did you notice as well? Yeah, yeah. I really, I mm. like, I, I really like Ravi's involvement in this. I'm, yeah, I'm, same. I'm, I do. Yeah. I, 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 I really kind of, I like Ravi. Ravi's great. Um, and the thing is with Nish as well, like there is more to. Yeah, he is a villain, and he's a nasty piece mm. of work, and he's not likable. But I like him as a character. I think he's, he's yeah, got a great, yeah, yeah. Have you has he have you have you sold yourself on this yet? Because I know you weren't convinced at first because you'd seen him in other stuff. As he as, as, as yeah, no, he's definitely less Kurt from <clears throat> teachers now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as Navin's yeah. second role kind of bought you around now, is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely buying it now. Yeah, yeah I've got I've got yeah. used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it when uh, New Martin came along. It took me so long to get get used to uh, it New Martin when he came. It? And then, it yeah, ha- it just clicks, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it happens. I know some people are still confused about Elaine because they're expecting a, expecting a baby to be found in a drawer somewhere. It's like, no, it's a different role. She's not in, <laughs> she's not in Ab Fab anymore either. This is Elaine. Yeah. This is a different role. Um, so, yeah, some really good stuff with the Panasars this week. Um, but, yeah, I think, for me, Vinny's going to be the one to watch moving forward. But then, this is the thing. If this is all to kick off quite soon, in the coming weeks, as in, like, Nish finds out everything. yeah. 
that still then leaves it's quite a long so, time for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that still leaves us so long till Christmas. So like, we don't know what kicks off next week, though. Exactly, Who knows what it is. No, it's true. Mm. But you kind of think, you know, if we were in November now, you could start to sort of see how things would work. Yeah, like, right. Okay, so mm. give that a couple of weeks to sort of spew over, and then all of a sudden, you've and then we're at Christmas. Well, we've got months and months and months left before we find out who's on the floor. So it's. I mean, this is why this storyline is so great because they're just sort of drip feeding these little kind of clues and storylines and big moments that would ordinarily be the catalyst for someone being dead on the floor of, of the Vic. But because we've got so long before that happens, we kind of still don't really know that much apart from assumptions. Genius, so great. genius move from Quinn is this one. Oh, Absolute it's, genius. It's it's such a good story. It's such a good story. Yeah. I'm so excited by it. Um, so, Ray, that's this week's EastEnders. Another good week. Um, Gold Star, who are you giving it to this week? Oh, you've got me. <laughs> Every week Thing. is a surprise to you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know why. I have not even thought about it. It's only episode nine. We've been doing it nine weeks now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think Suki, actually. I've enjoyed seeing her back this week. Yeah, right. yeah. I really um, like Suki. Yeah, yeah. I think I will give mine to... Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm, do you know what? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll agree. Actually, Suki, I'll give it to Suki. Uh, we, we saw somebody in the comment section actually has been keeping a tab of our gold stars. And can I just say, I love that you do that. Thank you. Please keep that going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stat man. I love yeah, please do because I was actually supposed to be keeping note of that. And she had one job, one job to do. I gave her one job. You just keep a track of the other stars, right? Oh, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, she hasn't done it. Hasn't done it at all. That's a really good impression of me there. Thank you. It's my yeah. Sheffield accent. Uh, there we are then. So, yeah, both Gold Stars are Suki this week. Marvellous stuff. Uh, and we will finish this week's episode uh, with some comments from you guys. So we'll close this episode with some comments from our lovely viewers and listeners. Uh, we start off with a comment on Facebook from Teresa Robertson, who says, I'm biased because I like the Nish character. I don't think he pushed her. It's possible she may have tripped and fell or he went to grab her and missed. I don't put it past Nish, but at the same time, he likes controlling her. I can't see him wanting to give that up. For sure, he would kill her if he knew about Eve, but that hasn't come out yet. I'm thinking it was an accident. Um... It's yeah, I mean, we kind of threw that out there. I mean, I think it's it's mm. interesting, like what how would Nish react when he finds out about Eve? Because if past history is anything to go by, Eve's gonna get murdered because that's I was Nish's... just gonna say, I think it'd be more that he'd go for yeah. Eve, yeah. He'd definitely. go for Eve, hundred percent he'd go for Eve over mm. Suki. Um yeah. which again puts Eve in Eve in some danger. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I I can't wait for it. I when I was watching it this week and sort of watching the way that Eve, because Eve was really sort of starting to lose control of like her, yeah, like really trying to struggle to sort of just fly at Nish and just attack him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is what I'm really looking forward to is when Nish finds out everything, and it and mm. Eve is allowed to just do what she wants in the situation because it's like say everything and yeah, yeah, like how is Suki going to stop her? Really looking forward to that. Uh, have you got any comments? Jim Piggs, uh, 22 on Instagram, said, I reckon he's killed Rose. This is in reference <laughs> to George Knight. Yeah. Bob Barnes' actor has then commented, I personally don't think that Cindy Beale is Rose Knight. It just wouldn't yeah, make Bob. sense or add up, would it? <laughs> no. Any thoughts, Rob, yeah, on I, Bob's I, comment? I think Bob has got a, might have a point there. Just don't know, do we? We just don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it is Cindy, isn't it? But it, it is Cindy. Is Cindy. Let's be but fair. It probably is Cindy. It probably is Cindy. Uh, we'll finish off with uh, Brandon Reed, who has sent us an email. And Brandon says, It feels like EastEnders is building Nish's enemy list for him to be the one that dies at Christmas. But now I feel it is becoming too obvious and they are purposefully misdirecting us. After Nish got Billy arrested and refused to withdraw his statement, I realised how evil and foul that man truly is. Phil has shown amazing restraint on his part. Over numerous confrontations, he still hasn't punched him yet. And this is one of the occasions where I would like Phil, or anyone for that matter, to knock the hell out of Nish. And one last thought I had was I wish they'd do something similar with Lola that they did with Roxy. For example, I can imagine on Lexi's first day of secondary school, she's really scared and nervous and she thinks of Lola. And we get a nice touching moment between them where Lola reappears to give Lexi guidance. Lola will forever be one of, if not, my favourite characters to grace EastEnders. The actress did the role so proud and she will be missed. Rest in peace, Lola Pierce. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's a nice thought, actually. It's to sort of have those moments where Lola can kind of... Um, be there i thought that myself period. actually yeah. yeah i did i did wonder that but i thought maybe in a few years time so that it'd be a bit more yeah. novel about yeah i don't think doing it this year would uh, it might sort of yeah. take away from it since we had it with roxy this yeah. year but it's not it's, it's a nice thought and it's a shame that she was your favorite character to lose her like that must yeah have been really really hard we we struggled with the emotions of it you must have been <laughs> destitute. yeah devastated yeah it made a good point though that maybe Nish is too obvious and the misdirecting is that is a very yeah. good point mm. this is what I mean when I talk about this is the fact that it's like because we have so again it's because we have so long to go till Christmas like we're in the summer we're nowhere near Christmas yeah. and we're nowhere near the stage where this would start to sort of tumble into Christmas so if Nish does find out next week like where does it go from here where does Nish go from yeah. here how does Nish mm. sustain this until Christmas it's 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 exciting i cannot wait um but that's it ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for joining us if you would like to send us a comment or a bit of feedback or just to say hi we'll say hi back you can do it by doing any of the following rihanna find us on facebook and albert square after dark on twitter and instagram at e20 after dark if you're watching on youtube don't forget to like and subscribe you can listen to us on apple and all your favorite podcast sites Lastly, email us at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much indeed for listening and watching. We will be back same time next week. Thank you very much, Ray. Until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Bye. Bye.